Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Tuesday morning. Very early Tuesday morning. I hope you have a good day. And, I don't know, I'm kind of running dry this week. I don't have a game until the following Monday. My Monday game got canceled this week because people were out of town. My Thursday game is every other Thursday, so that's the off week. So, maybe I can get together with my grandsons to do something on the weekend. I don't know. Anyway, here we are. And I was looking into alternative map making. What I mean is for adventures like dungeons, or even, not even dungeons, dungeons, wilderness, you name it. I ran across an article in the Hill Canton's blog, and this is an older article. In fact, there was a whole series of them, how to do it for different things. They, they do what they call point crawling instead of hex crawling. And what it is, is, is you take the map, instead of outlining everything in the hex, I mean, you can use hexes if you want, but it's basically... You, you just put it on the map. Put whatever it is on the map. Say, let's see, uh, you've got a area in a hex. You just label it with boxes and just write what's in it. Just draw a rough terrain map of what's in the area. And, and then you add, like, connecting lines, such as, like, solid lines for roads, broken lines for trails, things like that. And also, there's a, they also do these dots between the two areas on the line, and that represents a day's travel. And I thought that was neat because I'm always trying to break this stuff down into its simpler components. And I realized I kind of do a little of that when I create adventures. I like to do mind mapping. And the way I do mind mapping is I lay out... First of all, I bullet a bullet point the plot. This is this is what's going to happen if the the characters are not there. I bullet point the plot, and then I sit down with a piece of paper and start drawing circles where things are. Okay, here's the ce- cemetery, and then I put town or dungeon or ruins or woods or whatever. These are the probable prominent places that the characters are going to go. Remember, this has to be a, a loose framework. It's situations, not not anything carved in stone. But it's a way for me to get my mind focused on what to do there. Also, I'm starting to do dungeonless dungeons. They're not really dungeonless dungeons. But what it is, I take that concept and I start doing things like just drawing circles of different rooms in a dungeon and connect them with lines, like a mind map. And what I want to do, I've never found a dungeon map that I could do that's big enough or I could make big enough, so I do it with circles, is I want to write right in the room what's there and what they have to deal with. And even if I had to put it like right next to the room too, the rest of it, that's fine. But that way, I could just look at the map and draw something on the grid, and we just go from there. Because theater of the mind is nice. I use theater of the mind all the time in my playing, but it just doesn't 
get the same feel, especially when you start getting into combat. I've done combat theater in mine too, but putting the minis out and putting the tokens out and just going for it, it's really satisfying. So I do half theater of the mind, half the other, because I'm an old man. And I don't like getting up all the time to have to draw the map on the on the, the battle map or whatever I'm using. Now, I know a lot of other grognards out there says, no, what you do is you get a mapper. You have one of the guys, you just tell them where it is. And every once in a while, you look at it and see if it's right or not look at it and just let them get lost. That's not, what, that's not the way I do it. I remember having mappers. My friend Matt still has people who map. But I find that if I just got a simple outline like that, where I don't have to write these big columns, you know, I don't have to write this big bulleted text. But you put the bullets right there on the map. But I don't want to be writing these bulleted lines in, you know, in the wherever. In fact, I'm starting to do that in my GM books. I pull one out and I do the mind map. Okay, here, 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 here. Or just draw. Since I'm using graph paper composition books, I could just draw a square. Okay, it's this big. I'll just list this. You know, like, okay, this big. You you even show where the doors are. You don't write where the doors are. This big uh, monster in there. Treasure is this. And just go from there. I also, as far as monsters go now... Instead, I used to have a whole monster sheet where I do it beforehand. I still do it kind of beforehand, but not as much as I did. I used to go through the entire adventure, whether I was running it or it was a module, and write down all the monsters on this monster sheet I made that had its all its major stats it needed, and then a column for marking off hit points. Well, now I take a piece of graph paper. I just write name of the monster, AC, hit uh, hit points, damage. And if there's any special abilities, I'll list it to the side. And then I just make, I count out so many boxes, I make a line. I pound down so many boxes. The next one I make a, it works for single monsters. It works great for like a gang of goblins or something. So that works better. All these little things I've been trying to do to make my life easier, <laughs> to, make my G, to make my GM life easier. But the point crawling thing, I, I think I'm going to be redoing stuff with the point crawl. So, I mean, I do have a map of my world, but there's no reason why I can't box it. And it's even got hexes on here. And there's even a, they, they did a follow-up article. One of the follow-up articles is how to do it within the hex. Because you can do it within the hex, too. All you have to do is just draw little terrain, like little hills or something like that, or a, for a little forest. And then just like, okay, here's the box. Here's what's in the forest. Here's the, uh, how big the forest. Here's what's in the forest. Uh, uh, the, the ruins, they're this far away. You put the dots there. Okay, that's two days travel. No problem. So you can do it that way, too. This has kind of been a, a bit of a revelation for me. Because I, I tell you, the the biggest bugaboo I have is distance. I can handle practically everything else that a game throws at me in a session, but I am lousy with distance. I had to go remeasure my campaign map today to figure out. Okay, it's six hundred miles across and five hundred fifty five miles five hundred fifty miles wide because I couldn't remember how many. How many miles per hex? I finally, I finally settled on 26 miles per hex. 
So it's not the biggest man. It's not the biggest area in the world, but I didn't know. And I, I, I think I've told you about this. I did a Warhammer Fantasy role play where they joked that I had a three day swamp, because no matter where which you go, where you go in the swamp, it takes you three days to get through it. You come from the north, the south, the east, or the west. It takes three days to get through it. And so I got a lot of ribbing for that. But that's like I said, distance is bad. But So this is perfect because this all helps with the pacing, too. If I need to get them there quicker, I'll get them there quicker. If I need to slow it down, I can throw some encounters in there. I can even list a random encounter chart along the side of the when I do the, the, the mind map thing. I could just list, okay, there they are. And that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it now. So we'll just deal with that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And, well, if you want to hear more about, or if you want to talk to me, ask me questions about this or any kind of comments, you can you can get on your Anchor app and leave me a message. Or you can write me an email at oldmangrognar@gmail.com. And while you're at Anchor, don't forget, if you want to, uh, put a couple of bucks in the kitty there. That so we can keep this show going because lord knows equipment wears out and all this other stuff anyway all right well you guys have a good day and until the next time i see you keep the dice warm and i'll talk to you later bye-bye questions comments send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com we'll see you next time when radio grognard is on the air